Hey guys, Darren Bentley here. And before we get started, I wanted to make a special announcement. We have officially opened registration for the Private Money Conference, which is a three-day live event where you will learn directly from Jay and his team how to raise thousands of dollars in private money to fund all of your real estate deals. Now, in today's changing market, more and more people are losing out to other investors because most of those investors have the cash to fund these deals. Did you know that you are missing out on 87% of the real estate deals out there because you don't have access to private money? Sadly, most real estate investors don't even know this is the reason why they continue to lose deal after deal. And with everything that's happening in the market today, you absolutely need every advantage available to you. And having access to unlimited amounts of private money is your big advantage. So to register for this live event, head over to jconnor.com forward slash event. Again, that is jconnor.com, J-A-Y-C-O-N-N-E-R.com forward slash event, where you will be able to lock in your seat for this live in-person three-day event, which takes place June 12th, 13th, and the 14th in beautiful North Carolina. But you got to be fast because there are a limited number of seats, and when they are gone, they're gone. So again, to take advantage of this incredible event and to learn how to raise all the private money you'll ever need directly from Jay Connor and his team, head over to jayconnor.com forward slash event. Again, that is jayconnor.com, J-A-Y-C-O-N-N-E-R.com forward slash event. Now let's get into today's episode. Well, hello there, and welcome to another episode of Real Estate Investing with Jay Connor. I'm Jay Connor, the Private Money Authority and the host of our show. If you're brand new to Real Estate Investing with Jay Connor, whether you're listening in on iTunes or Google Play or following us on one of our YouTube channels or Facebook live streaming, we're glad you're here. If this is your first time, we talk all about different kinds of real estate. Uh, single family houses, commercial, land deals, self-storage, uh, anything to do with real estate investing. And uh, again, if you're brand new, uh, I'm known as the Private Money Authority because uh, from 2003 to 2009, I was relying on local banks and mortgage companies to fund my deals. And I got cut off like the rest of the world did in 2008, 2009. And I learned about this wonderful world of private money. So I haven't missed out on a deal since 2009 for not having the funding. And so if you would like to get plugged into funding for your single family houses, I've got a free online training waiting for you to go to. So check it out after the show is over. Go on over to www.jayconner.com forward slash money podcast. That's Jay Connor, J-A-Y-C-O-N-N-E-R.com forward slash money podcast. And there I'll be teaching you the five easy and quick steps from having no funding for your deals to into the millions of funding, again, without relying on banks or mortgage companies. Well, also here on Real Estate Investing with Jay Connor, uh, since we launched in June of 2018, I've had some amazing guests here on the show, share their secrets and strategies as to what they're doing. 
And today is no, no exception. So my guest today, after 16 years as a firefighter and a paramedic, he launched his career rapidly becoming one of the nation's top real estate investors. So within his first few years, he had transacted millions of dollars of real estate and have become one of the nation's leading experts in both residential and commercial transactions. Well, his passion for business and real estate put him on the radar of A&E Television Network, as well as multiple news organizations like CBS, ABC, CNBC, Fox News, and CNN. In addition to that, the New York Times reported that his series titled Flipping Boston posted the highest ratings ever for the A&E Network at the time of its airing. His greatest joy comes from being a husband and a father to three boys. And so with that, I'm so excited to have you on the show with us today, Mr. Dave Seymour. So Dave, <laughs> welcome to the show. Hey, Jay. How are you, man? I tell you, it's funny. I listened to the uh I listened to that intro and I, man, I sound pretty cool, and don't Scott, I? Scott, I'm going to need for you to do a little edit right here because my internet has stopped working. So I've got to sign out and sign back in. So if you would, uh, Scott, come to the forefront and keep Dave alive and I will be right back. Oh man, I miss him already. So I got to do this show without Jay. Is that what you're telling me, Scott? That's right. That's right. It's just you and me. So that's all right. It's all good, man. I can play this game. No worries. Um, what, what part of the country ahead. are you in? What part of the country are you in? Oh, yeah. We're up in Boston, Boston, Massachusetts. Um, it's where they threw the tea in the harbor. We've been going through a little bit of a heat wave up here right now. So it's, uh, it's an interesting time, man. I mean, uh, the real estate game in Boston has always been incredibly fluid. And it continues to be. And uh, I, I got to be honest, man, I'm questioning some of the common sense that people are using in the real estate marketplace right now. So uh, I'm a super conservative investor. So you think people are being too aggressive? Yeah, man. I mean, look, people sometimes forget. I mean, I listened to Jay's intro and uh, he had his own challenges in 2007, 8, 9, 10, which we all did. And um you know, there were investors that folded up their tent and never came back out to play after that. And uh, hey, man, welcome back. We're good. I'll in, I'll <laughs> I got I got kicked off the Internet for some strange reason. And so ever, you. ever since you started talking, I haven't heard a word you said. <laughs> uh, don't worry. Nobody listens to me, including my wife, Jay. So it, it's all good, man. No worries. So I was anyway, just uh, go ahead. Scott can edit this for us anyway, but um so uh, let's pretend like I just said, welcome to the show, and yeah. you pick it off from there. All right, man. Well, I appreciate you having me on the show, Jay. Thank you for having me. It's, uh, <laughs> it's a beautiful day in the neighborhood, even with all of the chaos and the craziness going on in the world, for sure. That's for sure, Dave. Well, now, um, I'm, I'm really curious about uh, how you got on the A&E Network uh, and, and got your show started. Uh, what was it called? Flipping Boston? Flipping Boston, yeah. So I was listening to your intro, Jay. It was, was kind of interesting that you developed a new source of capital for your deals because the market, the market kind of went sideways, and and um, I went through that same experience myself. I I, got, I started investing. I was a firefighter, like you said on the intro there, for sixteen years, but uh, unfortunately, I had the financial intelligence of a of a donkey, and uh, I didn't I didn't understand capital. I didn't understand how it worked. You know, I'm just following the same plan that everybody else is. And I, I went to a, 
uh, a seminar to learn real estate. And uh, I'm a product of that seminar world. And the, the funny thing is, man, is I, I invested the last couple of thousand dollars that I didn't have. Uh, well, my wife did. I didn't. It was her credit cards. I was maxed out with a credit score of two. So nobody was giving me credit back then. <laughs> but uh, it's it's kind of interesting. I, I did what the, my, my mentors and coaches told me. Like, you know, I listened to you again at your intro talk about the newer investors. And maybe you got some seasoned investors listening to us today or watching us. But um, I just followed what worked. And next thing you know, I've done one deal, two deals, three deals, four deals. I'm actually doing a little teaching myself. And uh, somebody in the marketing world reached out to me and said they were looking for, for teams to, to start another show. And I was still firefighting. So I was like firefighting 42 hours a week and real estate investing every other hour I was awake. And um, I sent in an application to New York and no offense to anybody, but I loaded it with profanity because I wanted to make sure they paid attention to what I wrote on my little application. <laughs> and, uh, yeah, they, they, they came, they picked up the phone and, and the guy was, was kind of laughing and he said, you're either a lunatic or a genius. I said, is there a difference? And we started filming a little sizzle reel and we did four episodes. And uh, like, I, like you said in the intro there, our ratings were the highest they ever had for that time slot. And they said, well, people like you. And I'm like, yeah. I was just doing it for fun. I didn't think it would ever go anywhere. And um, you can actually see the episodes on Amazon right now, Amazon Prime, right on their, vid on their video section. Yeah. So me and Jeff Bezos struck a deal. No, we didn't. Um, <laughs> but uh, you could you can find the episodes on there. And um, you know, I got that reputation as an expert in the marketplace. And with that comes, uh, you know, some really good relationships. And you have to find yourself sitting on Squawk Box and. Fox News and all of that silliness. So it's kind of it's kind of cool, man. It was a cool journey. That is really cool. So uh, let me give you the thirty thousand foot view question. That is, why did you choose real estate for yourself? Real quick, y'all. You guys already know that I don't run any ads on this, and I don't sell anything. And so the only ask I can ever ask of you guys is that you help me spread the word so we can help more real estate investors make more money, feed their families, and have the private money they need to fund their deals. And the only way we can do that is if I ask you to rate and review and share this podcast. So the single thing that I ask you to do is you can just leave a review. It'll take you 10 seconds or one type of the thumb. It would mean the absolute world to me. And more importantly, it may change the world of someone else. Yeah. Um, look, man, I, it's like I said, I was, I was good at working, you know, and trading time for money. I'm uh, I'm kind of like a blue collar guy in a white collar world when it comes to that stuff, you know? Um, I, I was instilled with some, some good solid core values, you know, don't lie, don't cheat, don't steal, work hard, uh, respect your fellow man, you know, have a little faith and do the right thing. And, um, that's great. Don't get me wrong, but it doesn't give you any financial freedom because the, the income potential is capped. And, um, you know, I was working construction on my days off from the firehouse and, and I was watching these investors like popping up and I'm thinking to myself, hold on a second. I'm building a deck. I'm digging a ditch. I'm, I'm, I'm sitting on a post hole digger with a bunch of friends here and this guy's coming in and he don't look too sweaty and right. he don't, and he don't look too dirty. And uh, he looks like he's having himself a good old time and uh, his back don't ache. And I think his wife is probably happy as well. Right. 
And right. It was the investors, man. It was the investors. And um, I found myself in a position where I was losing my house, man, because I made some bad decisions. And uh, I always knew there was money in real estate. I never understood the stock market, invested in something that was imaginary. And um, I, I just went for it. I went to a, to, a, to a seminar and my wife invested in me and uh, I started doing what, what they said I should do. And, and the results followed afterwards. So real estate has been the biggest wealth builder in the history of our nation, period. Um, and why should I reinvent the wheel? Why don't I just learn the processes and, and get in the game? And, that, and, that's, and I took to it like a duck to water, man. I'm passionate about it. I love it. I dream about it all the time. So that yeah, yeah. What year did you go to that first real estate uh, investing seminar? Yeah, I went in uh, uh, early two thousand and late two thousand and seven, early two thousand and eight. Okay, so I, I, I came out just as the crap hit the fan, man. <laughs> <laughs> well, I tell you, you know, um, we're you know here in the midst of COVID nineteen reminds me somewhat of what was going on in 2008, 2009, as far as, you know, banks tightening up and et cetera. And it was a blessing in disguise for me back in 2008, 2009, because that's when I learned about private money. And when the banks cut me off within three months, I had more money at my disposal when I went out to raise money than I had when I had a line of credit at the bank. And yeah. I'm experiencing somewhat the same thing going on right now. I mean, I just had a phone call last week from four guys that have a private equity fund that want to give me $5 million just to start doing business with them. Right. They yeah. called me, they called me. I didn't call them. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, had someone listening to um, my podcast here not too long ago. They were laid up in the hospital for three days listening to the podcast. They call my office and they want to lend me money. <laughs> so what a terrible problem to have, Jay. <laughs> you know. So now, how how quick were you able to move well, once you got your education and, and and start enjoying some success? Yeah, that's a great question, man. You know, I'd love to tell you, uh, you know, thirty days and it was all fixed. I mean, that would just be a flat out lie. You know, um, wealth creation is a process. It's it's not an event. Um, for me, it took me it took me twelve months to eighteen months to be what I call financially free. And what I meant by that was, was I, I was able to sleep eight, eight hours. You know, I wasn't, I wasn't waking up at three o'clock in the morning, you know, riddled with fear, doubt and insecurity. So it took some time, it took a commitment and some traction. But to your point about 2008, I mean, I, I, I was telling people, cause that's what my, my mentors told me to do was to tell everybody what I was doing. And I was telling people, you know, I'm a real estate investor, I'm investing, I can buy distressed assets and, you know, I can put them back on the market and I'm giving them the whole the whole elevator pitch. And back then, a lot of people were like, oh, oh, I'm so sorry that that's what you have to do for work. Like, you know, it was like a disease that we had as real estate investors in 2008, <laughs> nine. But like but like you, sir, I, I, I created an opportunity out of it. I can't you know, I became proficient at short sales. I came proficient at loan modifications. I, I became proficient at private lenders. Uh, I became proficient in, in helping people. And I found, I found in my career, and I'm sure you'll testify to it as well, is the fact that the more time I spend helping somebody else, the better it ends up being for me. You know, that, that, right? Hey, amen. Amen. I mean, you know, God is good all the time. And it's like, you know, a real good friend of mine is down in Florida right now. Um, 
and his faith is is something to be admired. And he just says to me, he just says to me, David, just 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 ask the right questions, man. Am I doing his work or my work? Right? Is it all about the almighty buck? He said, because if, if you find yourself just chasing the almighty buck and you're not doing his work and taking good care of people, he said, you might find yourself uh, facing a little bit of resistance. <laughs> That's how he puts it. And then yeah. it'll give you a little bit of scripture to support it. But, you know, I, lo I love that about it. It's like uh, there's nothing better than those those uh, families that we helped, you know, during the um, during the, the transference of wealth in this country, which is what we saw in 2008, 9, 10, 11, 12 being able to help families who were foreclosed on and then put them in a lease option where they could stay in the same neighborhoods, right? The kids could go to the same school. They couldn't afford the crazy mortgages that, that reset, but they could afford a good, decent lease option and a beautiful home to live in. And all we were doing was moving them from, from house to house in, in the same neighborhoods, you know? So, uh, you know, with, with some education, you can, you can turn this stuff around pretty fast. Um, and I'm no better than anybody else. I just, I just did what I learned. Rather than finding excuses, I found answers. Does that make sense? It makes a lot of sense. You and I have got a lot in common, Dave, because um, my uh, followers hear me say all the time, this, all the facets of the business is all about serving and helping yes. other people, as you said, because if people didn't have a problem, we wouldn't have an opportunity to serve from the buyers to the sellers, to the private lenders, you know, even when it comes to raising money and we're going to hear your story here shortly in the next minute or two about how you've gotten into raising a lot of capital. Yeah, yeah. But you know, I've never asked anybody for money. They say, Jay, how in the world do you raise all those millions of dollars without asking for money? It's real simple. I put on my teacher cap. I teach people what private money is. I teach them what self-directed IRAs are because they never heard of that stuff. Yeah. Yeah. And you know, the light bulbs go off and if they've got investment capital or retirement funds, they're not happy with what they're doing. They're going to, they're going to want to do business with you. Right. Correct. Correct. Uh, I, I, it amazes me how many intelligent accredited investors I sit down with and communicate with. And I start giving them a breakdown of the tax advantages of using a solo 401k as a retirement vehicle to invest in my fund into a piece of sticks and bricks, a syndicated deal. And it's like these light bulbs go off in their head. And I don't know about you, you tell me this. I found that, you know, high finance, uh, on occasion, it kind of brings an air of, um, you know, like they said, it's almost pretentious at times. Like you've got this additional vocabulary that, that they tend to use in high finance. And I was, I was talking to a, a, a local uh, guy, a friend of mine, uh, a neighbor, in fact, and he's a, a, an injury attorney, very successful. And I'm, I'm in the middle of my, my, you know, my conversation through teaching. Obviously, I'm raising capital. We're salesmen. We're good at what we do. But he, he stops me in the middle of it and he says, David, David, you got to stop. I go, what? He goes, I just figured out what you're doing because I buy larger commercial assets, you know, 60 to 150 unit apartment complexes, not just one of them, but 30, 40, 50 of them. And then I fix them up. I get the rents up and I create a better asset. And I'm trying to give him the delivery, Jay. He says to me, David, stop it. I go, what? what? What's up? Did I offend you? He goes, no, 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 no. He goes, I think I understand what you're saying. He said, all you're talking about is flipping Boston on steroids. Instead of just taking a little, <laughs> just taking a little single family house and making that pretty. He said, you're doing 5,000 units and making them pretty. Correct? I said, yeah, that's right, Kevin. 
he said, okay, how do I subscribe? Let me see if I can get some capital into the fund, you know? <laughs> and it's amazing because it's, you know, my, my, my trajectory, it's interesting. We were in a marketing meeting a couple of weeks back and I had a young intern in our marketing meeting. And what we're doing right now is we have a private equity fund and we raise capital and we invest in multifamily assets, uh, primarily in the Gulf region of Florida, but other markets. I mean, you guys in the Carolinas are, are in such a great position there. I mean, it, it's fantastic, the opportunities there. So maybe we should talk offline, Jay. But, um, you know, these assets allow us to go in there with what's called a, a core plus um, uh, asset class. But we do, just like I said, we take these things and we make them pretty. But it never was that way. I mean, the first deal I did was a $5,000 wholesale transaction on a single family home. And I thought to myself what I'd had to do in the past to, to make $5,000. And then when I step out of the attorney's office, I'm waiting for the 5-0 to pull up and take me to jail because it felt, it felt so bizarre to have a check for a house that I never owned. But I've learned, I've learned along the way, to your point, to, to simplify it. You know, you, 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 you lead by attraction, not by promotion. Um, I turn away capital, Jay, because the, it's not a good fit. Um, and, you know, again, the universe works in a wonderful way. If it's of service, which it is for us because we help people with their long-term retirements, they get to invest in our fund. They get a preferred rate of return, targeted rates of return in double digits. And then for the life of the time that their capital is working with us, you know, they're north of targeted 20% returns on their money. So it's a, it's a real, it's a real good asset class. And unfortunately COVID has, or fortunately, depending on what side of the equation you choose to put yourself on, you know, COVID has given us a massive opportunity because the, the buying is already there. The buying opportunities are right in front of us right now. And we're just, we're just hungry to take these assets down, help the sellers, help the tenants, help our investors. I get warmed up, man. I get I get on a roll. You don't. You, you got to stop me and ask me questions. Otherwise, I just keep going, man. <laughs> no, no, no. You, you remind me of me when I'm on the other side of the microphone. Sure, um, sure. So, so speaking speaking of COVID, what's your prediction and what's your take on what's the the short term outlook from COVID and what do you think's the long term outlook and consequences on any yeah. front? Yeah, it's it's you know we're. we're Kind of like pull off the Band-Aid, man. I mean, um, here's, here's what I see. We've got a, a short-term um, pain that we're going to have to we're going to have to experience. We're going to have to experience as a nation. We're going to have to experience it um, together. Uh, you know, depends on what, what how you look at it. So we've got the forbearances where the banks have you know allowed tenants to or owners to not pay their their mortgages. Uh, you've got uh, tenancy not paying um, their rent. Uh, we had the, the PPP, the, the, the uh, protection program there for small business. Uh, you know, Mr. Trump wrote everybody a check. Um, there's more, you know, more, more capital coming out, um, which in its essence sounds great. And it's a difficult position, Jay, it really is, because it's like there's the one side of me that used to live paycheck to paycheck that understands how necessary that is. But then there's now the other side of me, the, the businessman, and I look at it and I say, well, there's no transference of services for that money. And if there isn't a true transference of services for that capital, it's almost like a house of cards. It's, uh, you know, it's, it's doomed to have a failure point and a stress point. And when we get there, um, 
you know, we will see an increase in foreclosure. We'll see these challenges going forward and we'll get through them. We're America. You know, I'm a, I'm an immigrant to this country. I came from England in, in back in 1986, I was born in London, but you know, I, I came to the greatest country in the world for, for, for growth, for, 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 for economy, for the ability to, to really be the best we can be. So we're always going to overcome. So short term, I'm sorry, we're going to have to feel the pain. Long term, there'll be two kinds of people, just like there were in 2008, 9, 10. There'll be victims and there'll be victors. And, you know, I sense that we will be the victors. And that's not a, that's not a moral battle. It's just an intellectual battle of finance and real estate and business. But to be on the other side of it as a victor, we have a greater opportunity to help the people who didn't who didn't come along the journey with us on the financial side. Um, that's kind of my, my my thought process on it. And that's why we're so bullish on our, on our buying right now with, with investor capital, uh, because everybody else is fearful. We go in there and we, we just we just get the good buying opportunities. Take a couple of minutes and uh, tell us um, in summary your journey from, I suppose you started with single family houses. You mentioned sure. your first deal being a wholesale deal. And then you went to commercial and now you are in the capital raising business and you have a fund that people can take uh, advantage of and, and invest in. Tell us, give us an overview of that journey of when, what, and why. Yeah. <laughs> well, we don't have nearly enough time, Jay. I've, I've always tried to say it in three words, but it always comes out in 300 for some reason. Um, it's like I said, man, I learned, I learned the fundamentals of real estate. First transaction was a wholesale transaction for a house I never owned and I made 5,000 bucks. And I thought to myself, if it's legal, if it's honest and it's ethical, I'm not going to do this once. I'm going to do it as many times as I can. And, you know, you slowly get out of debt. And then I start doing a little bit of single family. Then I'm doing a lot of single family. Then I pick up that first two family unit, then a triplex, then a fourplex. Then I'm, I'm, I'm always like got my eye on the commercial arena. So I was in a marketing meeting, as I was saying, and I had a young intern in there. And they said, why should anybody listen to you as a fund manager with $100 million investing in commercial real estate throughout the country, primarily in the Gulf Coast? Guy says, you're that flipping guy from, from TV. And I went, oh, from the mouth of babes. Kid went no more than 21 years old, fresh out of college, came in as an internship, fresh out the mouth of babes. And it's interesting because I have always been involved in commercial real estate. Uh, had a portfolio of about 110 doors at one time in Sanford, Maine, which is just north of here. You know, a C-class property, C-class neighborhood. I learned very quickly that I just want to be the bank. I don't want to be the property manager. So, you know, I've learned a lot along along the way. I've coached um, people through large commercial transactions. I've, I've rubbed elbows in, in the self-storage space. Um, I've always avoided office and retail. How, how sad is it right now for, for you know, uh, leisure, office and retail investing right now? It's, it's a very hard time. So commercial has always been in my wheelhouse. It's always been my excitement button. And um, a friend of mine by the name of Walter Novicki reached out to me, raised about 125 mil uh, in syndicated commercial deals in multifamily assets throughout the Gulf Coast. And he said, I want to bring you, I want to bring you star power is what he said. And I always giggle when somebody says that. He's like, well, you've got a national reach. He said, why don't we combine efforts, your team, my team, let's get together. 
and put the fund together. So the fund is is now up. We're raising capital. We got a couple of acquisitions that we're about to take down. We're raising a hundred million dollars. We pay, uh, like I said, a preferred return, a double-digit target returns to our investors, and it's an exciting time in the middle of all this chaos, Jay. You know, it really is. That is awesome. Thank you for giving us the overview. Now you've got a free ebook for our uh, audience and listeners. So what's the ebook that you're offering to everybody? Yeah, and you, can, yeah. you can see right on the screen there, freedomventure.com. That's our uh, front door to our website. Spend a little time there, learn a little while you're there. Scroll down to the bottom of that page and you'll be down, uh, able to download a free ebook that I wrote uh, with my, um, my uh, property manager, a guy by the name of John Dessau. He's out of Chai Town, Chicago. Mm -hmm. Uh, John manages approximately 3 million uh, square feet of multifamily real estate. He's been an active investor himself for over 20, 25 years now. Uh, we wrote that book together. It's called Unlocking the Code to Multifamily Investing. Uh, it's an easy read. It's not too heavy, but um, it'll give you the high points. And it'll show why investors want to invest with us. It's protected. You know, there's a security there. Um, they don't take the, uh, the liability that most investors do or actually own the assets themselves. They own a piece of the company that owns the assets. So it's a, it's a smarter play big picture for a lot of investors who don't have the time to get, to get their hands dirty. Like we have in our careers, Jay. <laughs> <laughs> That's awesome. Well, it's been a pleasure to have you here on the show, Dave. Uh, final parting comments. Um, yeah, just know that it's going to be okay. It's going to take us a little bit of time. And to always ed educate, don't speculate, right? Be, work, on the, work on the education, understand what you're investing in, but don't be, uh, don't be somebody who just analyzes all the time and doesn't do anything, all right? Take a little action, get off the couch and get in the game because it's the best game that there is, I think. That's great. Well, there you have it, folks, Mr. Dave Seymour. Again, you can follow him, get the free ebook, and uh, also find out about investing opportunities at www.freedomventure, freedomventure, F-R-E-E-D-O-M, venture, V-E-N-T-U-R-E.com. Thanks again, Dave. Good to have appreciate, you on. Appreciate you, man. Thank you. God bless. Have a great day. All right. There you have another show, folks. I'm Jay Connor of the Private Money Authority, wishing you all the best. Here's to taking your real estate investing business to the next level. We'll see you on the next show.